0: blog talk radio welcome to standing on my soapbox your monday through friday rants raves and reviews talk radio show with the top stories in news politics and pop culture join your host entrepreneur scott fullerton and co-host actor and writer craig hurley right here at 3 p.m pacific standard time 6 p.m eastern standard time live or subscribe and download on your favorite podcast distributors including Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple and Google Podcasts. You're also invited to call in and share whatever is on your mind at 347-989-0126 during the live shows. So here we go. Stand up on our soapbox and let's start talking.
1: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Friday, October 25th, 2019. We made it to another end of a great week of talk radio here Thanks for joining us. Uh, my name is Scott Fullerton. I am your host, and we'll be joined in just a couple of seconds by my co-host, actor and writer Craig Hurley. We hope you've had a fantastic week. I'm looking forward to a great weekend ahead. You can give us a call over the next hour. Let us know what's on your mind as we talk about today's news, politics, and pop culture stories going on out there that are of interest to us. Let's go ahead and jump up on my soapbox and let's start talking, Mr. Craig Hurley. How the heck are you? la 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 la
2: la 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 la
1: I miss the banana splits. I do too. How you been, buddy? They were
2: supposedly at at Comic Con in San Diego. Just this Really? Yeah, the banana splits showed up. No.
1: Well, they're a good segue good into time. one of our segments today because they remember Danger Island on Banana Street. Yes, We're I love have Danger Stranger Island. Danger later today, so it'll be <laughs> kind of fun. they will be a good lead-in. I
2: love Danger <laughs> Island.
1: That's awesome. How was your day going, my friend? It's gone okay.
2: Um, uh, you got, you, you, dude. You guys are gonna get hit by. I'm surprised Sharpie President didn't jump in. Uh, on this one, because you guys are going to get hit by tropical storm. Olga, Olga is forming in the Gulf as we speak and may become a hurricane before it hits Louisiana, but, um, she's right now a tropical storm and, uh, it's going to just beeline all the way up the Mississippi Valley and go through your neck of the woods. So you're going to experience some tropical storm weather coming up here over the weekend and probably Monday actually is when I see it Monday, Tuesday, Monday night, Tuesday. Is when I see it hitting you. So
1: Yeah, I think we have like four days of rain in the next seven day forecast scheduled. So that's probably part of it. I think we're gonna have a little bit of rain tomorrow and Sunday, then have Monday right. or Tuesday off, right. and Thursday and Friday rain, or maybe Monday off and when, Tuesday Wednesday. I don't know. I just know there's four days of rain coming at us. So
2: yeah, you are and one right of those. Will be tropical weather, storm Olga. Yeah, I just think I it's interesting that there's like nothing. There you go. Olga. <laughs> yeah, I I'm, I'm I'm wondering about the name choice on this one and I I'm I'm just not certain, but I think it's actually it's actually better to to throw names in that are more humorous than anything else, you know, cuz that right. it seems way too dramatic. Um even though some drama might unfold with Olga. Um but yeah, there you go. I think it's I think it's an interesting <laughs> name choice from the national weather service on this one.
1: Oh, I can think when I oh, hear Olga guy, I just think of Lucille ball stomping grapes in a barrel or something. I don't know why it just sets the image it brings to mind Excellent. In, in, in the countryside there. Well, good. Any great plans for the weekend ahead?
2: Um, no, we were talking about Halloween and, uh, and uh, it seems that it's happening this weekend in the areas that I have been, you know, visiting or inhabiting. And uh, right. it's, it's strange to me. It's just strange to me because at, yeah, I, you can't do devil's night on on the Friday before Halloween. Devil's night has to happen on all Hallow's Eve. You know, it's got to happen on, right. on the 31st. So, you know, I doubt that there's going to be any, I doubt, you know, that there's going to be any change in that. So, and the pagans are all, and Wiccans are all still celebrating on the 31st. And, doesn't you know? It doesn't happen any other day but that. So, and that's mainly Harvest Fest. That's what this was all about. Was that? yay we had a great harvest. Now we can prepare for the winter. And that's what Winter Fest was about. You know, that got changed into Christmas. So, because you survived the winter, and now you're looking forward to a spring and and being able to plant, and have a new harvest, so that you can do Harvest Fest again. But yeah, the There's circle of Polymer life. In.
1: There you go. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, no. it's just a you know pagans point of view, and most of these holidays started then or and or days that we just celebrate. It's not necessarily a holiday and then they got transferred over after the Christians absolutely annihilated and uh went in there and and changed all the holidays around and made them into the holidays so that they could be better accepted or more well accepted by the people at that time and the people were pagans, all the people were pagans. So and then Christianity was formed. So and they took over all those holidays just to make it more acceptable. You know, Christ actually was most likely born in June. Like there were shepherds feeding their sheep, from what I recall, and you do not at least from the what I recall. What I recall from the stories. What you <laughs> like recall there you go well, I was yeah, standing there and, well, uh, and there friend. were shepherds you feeding their sheep well. and it was 80 degrees
1: <laughs> <laughs> It was a balmy night I was finishing harvesting I the fields and I saw the the big sky <laughs> and the big northern star It was just a oh giant
2: northern star <laughs> yeah. But it was 85 oh degrees goodness. that night <laughs> There you go so,
3: yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness <laughs>
2: <laughs> From what I recall of the stories that I've read um, about that time period, uh, yeah, the, it, it, you know, you don't have shepherds feeding their sheep uh, and you don't have, you know, all of the things that you could actually do like walk um, where, you know, where it's freezing. Uh, it, that doesn't happen. We don't, you know, we don't necessarily – it doesn't say anything about, you know, uh, Jose and Maria. Uh, Joseph and Mary walking through a, a snowstorm or a blizzard. It doesn't say anything about that. So, um, you know, shepherds were out feeding their sheep. And in order to do that, you have to have grass growing, got to have something out there for them to eat. So, yeah, there you go. Anyway, he was probably born more in June, but the pagan, I mean, but Christians took uh winter fest at the time of celebration of surviving the winters. um, uh, as a place for the pagans to accept that this is the new form of religion, this is a new form of holiday, and all of that. And here you can accept a Christianity because we're going along the same lines that you guys do. It's just we're adding our own people to those holidays. That's it.
1: There's my. They rant. would have just said you get an extra Friday or Monday off. They could have had big holidays like Columbus Day way back then, too. We'll take anything because it's not Friday or Monday off. <laughs> okay. They wouldn't, have even cared. they wouldn't have even cared. Hey,
2: and you guys can get a four-day holiday.
1: There you go. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Let's start.
1: There you go. All right. Well, we've got a lot of stuff happening today we're going to be talking about. So you are more than encouraged to give us a call over the next hour here. We'll uh, – Talk about the latest happening in washington with the impeachment inquiry and this new investigation into the russia probe uh, origins uh, felicity huffman is out of jail uh, we have a uh, reported feud on the set of will and grace uh, the joker sets a box office record And if it's Friday, Jane Fonda got arrested somewhere, so we'll go over all those stories and more for you today. What do you want to start with, my friend?
2: Why so serious? Want to know how I got these scars? Yeah, dude, the Joker is just annihilating in the box office. Love that. Have you seen it? Love it. No, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to. I haven't either. I haven't seen it yet. It's
1: supposed to be really, really dark, but it's supposed to be really, really good. So. Well, see, I well, supposedly, I mean, it's like they concentrate it's just, uh, more
2: on mental illness than they right. do than they do. You know, the Joker being just you know some guy that's out there causing chaos. They yeah, know, I don't know they, what that means. Try but it's try to figure to be out very
1: why. Dark. Right, right. It is uh, it it is the first or not the first. It is the highest-grossing R-rated film of all time as of today. Uh, the film has wow. made $788 million in the world box wow. office so far. Uh, the in previous two record weeks, right. Set by, um, what's that?
2: Is that two weeks or did they just release it last week? Uh,
1: three weeks. I, I, don't, think it's three I weeks. don't recall. It was number one for three weeks and it got replaced last week. So it's on its fourth weekend. Wow. This weekend. Um, so $788 million, Um Warner Brothers. The previous record was set by Deadpool that made seven hundred and eighty three million. And wow. uh Deadpool star That's Ryan Reynolds actually. even sent a little congrats yeah. over Instagram to Joaquin and the team at the Joker today nice. for beating him. He's always pretty funny and pretty cool. I like Ryan Reynolds a lot. So yeah, this is uh this is big news. Seven hundred and eighty eight million dollars, biggest uh D C movie ever. Um, it's surpassed well, wow. not biggest one ever, but it surpassed Wonder Woman and um, Justice League, so it's it, it's doing pretty huge stuff. Congratulations, amazing. Joaquin Phoenix.
2: Yeah, yeah, he, he must be pretty good in it. Uh, and everything that I've heard is that he's amazing in this role. All right. So. So what that's else?
1: happening. What's on here? Then on the other yeah. end, like we said, if it's Friday, Jane Fonda got arrested again. Um, Did she? she? She got arrested. <laughs> oh, Jane. She is on her what she calls her fire drill Fridays where she's spending three months in Washington, D.C. She rented an apartment there and she is protesting different um, aspects of climate change. She's bringing her celebrity friends with her. She was by herself the first week. Last week she had Sam Watterson, one of her Grace and and Frankie co-stars, and of course from Law and Order and so many things. This week she brought along Ted Danson to get arrested with her. You just say Grace and Frankie? I know. I I don't know what happened. (laughs) It's a dyslexic. It did really
2: happen. I did hear that
1: dyslexic (laughs) speaking. I I can read fine, but I dyslexic. I I call it
2: dyslexic. Dyslexic sentencing is what I call it. There you go. You're, yeah. Okay, uh, sorry. Grace uh, and Frankie. So
1: she brought along uh, Ted Danson to get arrested with her from Cheers and The Good Place. So Ted Danson was with her today. They both got arrested. I like arrested. Frace
2: and Granky, dude. I like Frace and Granky. Granky would be a cool name for something or for somebody, and
1: is pretty I funny. I got to admit, but that was uh, <laughs> unintentional
2: humor. There. Oh, no, but that's, that's actually really funny. funny. Granky. Granky. Uh, what kind of person would be granky?
1: Granky. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Hilarious to see. I think you just made up a really good word, man.
1: That would be cool, or at least a granky. really cool porn name. You know how that they make all the porn movies off of different off <laughs> off of real titles. They try to change them around. Um do so, and granky. Phrase yeah, nice. and granky would be uh, the the new porn <laughs> name. That'd be funny. Um, but yeah, I guess they do different. They're trying to different parts of climate change every week. So this week was about protecting the world's oceans, um, restoring and protecting the world's oceans. So that's what they were kind of drilling down in on this week. Yeah, she's there for another uh, two months and one week. She'll be getting arrested every Friday on the Capitol Hill there. But good for Jane Fonda looking freaking amazing as ever every time she goes out there. So that why is
2: it every everywhere I walk there are these little dogs? I don't know what is going on, but I, I now got another I got another dog. It's a different dog. I got dogs. There's dogs everywhere. Well, what's with the little dogs?
1: These little red dogs everywhere, dude. What Oh. What city are you in today? It depends on the city.
2: Uh, I'm I'm currently. I, all I can say is I'm on the west coast. That's all I can say. I've I've, I've got a lot of shit going on. I'm I'm you know kind of all over the place right now. So I'm all over the United States. So currently I'm on the if west if coast, you're coast in, and I'm in undisclosed if you're in the location. If you are little, little find dogs. The of the
1: yappy dogs everywhere. Oh, it's gonna man. be little yappy dog it? If you're in um, more your, your Vegas area, you're going to find medium-sized dogs and little lap dogs. No, and everything.
2: there's a bunch of little yappy dogs in Vegas, too, there's A bunch of little yappy dogs.
1: Not as many, though. Those are usually of the rich and famous in Southern Cal, where you have those little yappy dogs.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm kind of giving away where I'm at.
1: There's
2: so many. There's so many of them like what happened, I, dude? When I lived in L.A., I I had big dogs. I didn't have little dogs. I had big dogs the entire time. I had a hundred and twenty-five pound Rhodesian
1: Rhodesian Ridgeback. I don't, you know, so I, dude, why with
2: these little dogs?
1: There was space back then for them. Now everybody has a six hundred square foot apartment. They're paying three thousand dollars a month for, and they can only fit such a so big of a dog with them. I don't know what it is, but, yeah. They don't have backyards anymore. There's not many backyards and everything when you're closer to the city. You have to go to the yeah, birds. Yeah, I guess that's it. have to get to the birds. I don't know.
2: Sorry, I didn't mean to digress. We were talking that's about Jay right. Fonda getting arrested.
1: No, we we went through that. I mean, it's going to happen every Friday, so just we'll see who are celebrity uh, co um, co conspiracy is that's going to get arrested with her this week it was Ted Danson and I like Ted Danson Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen are like a great Hollywood couple as far as I'm concerned I like really cool Hollywood couples and they just seem like a really cool Hollywood couple I'd like to party with they would be fun
2: I've been watching a lot of Hollywood Reporter roundtables um, watching different actors and different producers and different directors talk and they're really good you can watch them on on YouTube Um, the uh, um, Ted Danson was on, and and I wish he would have done this. Like when I started my career, you know, I I wish he would have given this advice a long time ago. But uh, he said that if you just want to work in the entertainment business as an actor, and you just want to work, he said, show up on time, um, and just be nice. Just right. Just be nice to to everybody, you know, just just be nice and be grateful that you're actually working in the entertainment business. And and that's it. And he was like, that's all it takes. He goes, I'm not that good of an actor. And, you know, you you can you, you can actually succeed here just by being nice. So that's how right. he's done his entire career. And I, no, I, I agree. I, I mean, I've I have like, told the story Man, before. Could you just have told me that before? <laughs> <laughs> right. I would have been a little nicer to some people. <laughs> but you no, know.
1: I've told you the story before. My brother, my my youngest brother, that's how he made his money going through school. Is he was an extra. He because um, we lived in L.A. and they're always filming something there. So he would go and he would keep his mouth shut. Always yes, ma'am. No, no, sir. Um, whatever they needed, super nice. He was always upgraded to background atmosphere, to stand in, to all this other stuff. Um, they right. loved working with him. He got calls left, right, and center. He had to turn jobs down. They were calling just him by to come nice. be an extra of all things, just by being a nice right. guy, and just and just minding, like I said, minding his manners, not trying to get in anyone's face, saying thank you and yes sir, no sir, and doing what they ask you to do. And he was he was a made a lot of money at it. And they called him. Usually you call in to be an atmosphere person. You call in and ask them where they want you to go. They would call him and ask him where to go. And he could stay in the same place for weeks at a time. Um, I think the funniest story, and I might have told it on here. I think I did. But uh, because he was so nice and, and everyone liked him, just because he was the right size, because you know how they pick people for lighting is based on size and everything. They picked him to be Will Smith's stand-in on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air nice. for for, uh, for lighting and purposes, even though he was nothing like Will Smith, obviously. Right. But for lighting everything, he was the right size, and he was just an atmosphere in the background for one scene one day, and that led to him being a regular stand-in for Will Smith. So it's like just yeah, for dude. lighting and everything. and that then he,
2: And then he was making some actual money. I mean, <laughs> extras will make you know, on, on average, uh, like somewhere between 150 and 200 a day. And, right. but they can make, dude, you can get up to actor money. You know, you can get up to when you're a stand in, you can get up to some right. real actor money. You're pulling in five, 600 a day. And that's, that's some pretty good cash. So, and especially if you're doing it consistently five days a week on a show, right. you know, you get locked into that. I've, I've had multiple, fr- uh, many friends of mine actually, that did extra work and then moved up the ladder that way, and uh, right. and one in particular um, did become a uh, stand-in, and she loved that job, and she got full benefits, right. and and she was on I, I forgot what show, but she was on for four years. She did it for a long time, and right. uh, she was just making she she was pulling in like fifty grand a year doing being a stand-in. So you, know, you have to get the name of the, the show but And he full was,
1: benefits Right, he never got and, the full and, benefits you know, you part, but full. He was making some good money And uh, one of the shows And I forget what it was, Call of Duty or something Or something Something a lot that was like a Vietnam show But he had his own right. Wardrobe they kept just for him He had his own little name wow. tag on it And he got to go into wardrobe As an extra, I mean he got, he got paid extra More right. than the other extras did But he was like right. in every show for that entire season they were able to not pay him anything and pay a regular actor because it was just bat- background for everything as a, as a part of the platoon but he was he never had a speaking line or anything but he had his own wardrobe his own everything I mean he was doing pretty good at that he had a lot of fun with that show he was call of Duty. Right. I forget what it's called some some war movie series or war series back in the day but yeah it's, it's a pretty good gig and, and like you said you keep your head down Yes, ma'am, no, sir, and, and you're a nice person, yeah, nice. you're going to get some work. you going to get yeah. some work. Which is what you've been saying every day when we sign off. Just be nice to people and it will pay off. <laughs> Just,
2: you know, start – well, it's more of, of not necessarily being, like, overly nice to people. It's more of identifying that they're actually here. You know, that right. you know, we're, we're all actually here on, walking around and, you know, and, and now because of whatever reason we are crossing paths and, you know, it's, it's, it's time for me to identify that you are an actual human being. I don't even know your name, but I do <laughs> see that you are here and a part of my world. And that's what, you know, that's my, my point on it. It's, it's not necessarily just, you know, be nice, but I think it's, uh, I, I think it, I, I had a long conversation with a, a friend of mine uh, just today um, about uh, um, Christianity. And I think that's why I kind of jumped into it with the pagan thing earlier. Um, but, uh, and, and how Christians aren't necessarily acting like Christ or acting as if they've actually read what he supposedly stated in the stories. So, you know, they're not acting Christ like. And that's an, an actual, it's, it's an easy thing to do. It's not a difficult thing to act Christ like. Because he you know was uh, here and and represented what God or, or supposedly what God wanted us to to feel and to be and the way he wanted us to behave and towards each other and towards the planet so there's and currently we've got a whole bunch of people that are claiming to be Christians. And not really acting Christ-like, and it's right. it's evident in every every single day and every single um, uh, news topic, especially with the current administration and evangelicals, and all these people are jumping in that are supposedly Christians, and yet they're not acting Christ-like because Christ wouldn't be against gay people, he wouldn't be against women's rights, he'd win it, and none of this stuff did he say. So, and, or, and he didn't act that way either. He accepted everybody. He accepted prostitutes. He accepted lepers. Right. He accepted everybody for who they were as an individual. So that's where I'm coming from on 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 that. It's not necessarily just be nice to everybody. It's, it's right. you know, and, really,
1: and it's, really. It's, I have to disagree really with really what you say. Part. I don't think it's easy to do. Um, I think it's a very selfless thing to do and people aren't selfless anymore um the concept is easy to understand but to be that kind of person that puts out for the other person first and doesn't judge and do things like that is not an easy thing to do we all have ego anymore and uh it's the way it should be but it just it's hard to do and right we just wish people would try it don't claim
2: don't claim to be a, a christian if you're, if you're, you know, standing there judging the hell out of everybody, you know, for the way they're living their lives, don't you can't claim to be a Christian then because you're not acting Christ-like. I'm acting right. more Christ-like by standing there holding the door open for people that I don't know. You know that that's right. that's more Christ-like than you judging someone. And I understand that that's maybe a hard thing um, to to not judge or blame or resent or envy you know it may be a hard thing because we're freaking humans i get that i I even go through it i'm envying the hell out of joaquin phoenix right now i would love to play the joker i'm just like oh man i want to bite my teeth into that and yet he's dominated he absolutely crushed it and you know i haven't seen it but from what i understand absolutely freaking crushed it. So, you know, but yeah, I, I get that that's a hard thing to not to not do, but you know, it's it's really easy to actually look at people. It's really easy to actually say, right. "Oh yeah, that person actually is in my world and crossing my path right now." You know, and 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 and, and a part of my world for at least the next 30 seconds, you know, and it may, I never may never see those people ever again, ever ever. And and it's almost it's kind of a pay it forward thing also because it'll happen for me. It's not like I'm looking for that, but it will happen for me. It may not happen instantly. There's no instant credit on this. It it may not happen instantly, but somewhere down the line in the, in the near future or in the future, someone will do something and it'll be like, oh, they did that thing for me that I have been doing all along for other people. And, and then you can see where it actually, applies, because you're probably, you know, I'll probably be at a point where I'm like just completely down, you know, I'm like, everybody hates me, I'm walking around miserable. And then, you know, somebody says, hey, um, uh, uh, I've got an extra cigarette, or, hey, you know, here's uh, here, I'm holding the door open for you, or, or, hey, you dropped this, you know, and it, it was a dollar, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And, and they approach me, and they identify me as me. Is that i'm actually here for whatever reason right so even even stopping at a stop sign and letting somebody else drive in front of you
3: <laughs> find that that person's there you, you you saw that that person is there right Are right you there,
1: no i'm here was no, i here I, I like it very cool i you heard fade it out i heard, for a I heard. oh i did oh okay I, I put you back in real quick. It looks like you're fading out, so I put you back in full third. You're good. All right. So okay. let's go ahead and uh, keep moving on here. We're in pop culture, bit, we should talk. Felicity Huffman got out of prison today. Um, Lori Laughlin's got to be kicking herself that she's got new charges and hasn't even got a trial Felicity yet. Got, and, and, she and already Felicity's got out of prison. Done. Yep, she's she's one and oh, done. Dude, man. that's
2: not even, what is that? That's 11 days, right?
1: It was 12 days or 11, 12 days. 11 to 12 days. Or 12 days. Um, she was scheduled to get out on Sunday, which I think was her 13th day. But if uh, in the uh, in the minimum security prisons, if you're scheduled out on a weekend, you get out on the Friday before. Wow, so don't want to work that hard that's on the awesome.
2: Day. No, dude, so, she yeah. she has handled all of this with such dignity. I I, I think exactly. that she is, is absolutely. I mean, you know, as far as. Yes, I, I I did do this. I understood that it was a part of a, a, a scam, and and here you go. Let me let me try to you know uh, do what you asked me to do as far as my penance is concerned. So here you go. And and like I said before about Felicity, that she immediately after she got sentenced, that very next day she was at a um, uh, a teen rehab. For eight hours, so she immediately started on her um, on her community service because she's got 250 hours of community service, and it's now directly reflecting. And I understand that you know, like you just said, if you're in a minimum minimum security, that you get out on the Friday of the weekend that you would have gotten out, which is a a very cool. I think that's a very cool thing. It's like, okay, cool, time served. And uh, and dude, I, I just think she's handling it so well. Where Lori Laughlin and her husband, on the other hand, no, not so well. And, dude, that dude's right. loaded. And you gotta, I mean, oh,
1: man. Just imagine the stress factor. The stress factor of Felicity's gone through all this, and it's now done. I mean, she has to do her yeah. community service. She needs to work on her relationship with her daughter, obviously. But Correct. it's not hanging over her head anymore. Lori Laughlin still nope. has this hanging over her head, having no idea what's going to come out of it, and has to do whatever penance she has to do. I mean, just psychologically, I would love to be Felicia where this, where I'm, I'm done, dude. I'm done. This has all been taken care of, and uh, Lori Laughlin's still wondering what the heck's going to happen, and you know she's not sleeping at night. So. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> supposedly, she's been um, going and, and doing yoga and stuff like that. But she's been wearing like the same outfit forever for like, <laughs> like supposedly, I mean, it's the same. I don't know. I don't understand even why or where I heard this or saw it. But she's been wearing <laughs> the same outfit over and over again to yoga every day. And it's like that outfit's got to be getting ranked and i you know if you got that much money you you better be wearing a different outfit every day and you know you're high profile and i i've, I've said this before joan rivers used to say that be comfortable at home So don't go out, you know, wearing the same clothes and wearing the same stuff or wearing sweats or any of that. And it's pretty straight of me to say about Joan Rivers. Um, But be comfortable at home Uh, means exactly that. Like, you know, if if you're high profile in any way, you know the cameras are going to be around. You better be changing it up, and you better be looking good.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's good words. It's sad that it has to be that way, but I think she's 100% right. It's sad you can't just be yourself, but you've you want you've got to that certain level of fame or notoriety where where you got to keep up the appearances, I guess. Um, I feel bad people have to do that way, but you you need to keep up the appearances once you get to a certain level like that. So I definitely understand that. Yep. But I mean, maybe Lori Laughlin bought Six of the exact same pair of yoga outfits. <laughs> and she, <just> really <laughs> one she throws it away when she gets home. <laughs> she just doesn't care. <laughs>
2: nah, I mean, the yoga wow. outfit's probably sponsored. It's probably sponsored by whoever makes the yoga outfit. So they probably just Could did be. just send her like seven pairs or eight pairs of, of, of the same pair of tights. So same color and all. So yeah. All right, well, we're going to take
1: a relatively long break because we're. I want to play this John Mulvaney thing we talked about yesterday, and it's right. like an eight minute. It's an eight minute clip, so but it's, it's really funny, good, dude. and I don't I yep. don't want to miss any of it. So we'll be on the air with it, off and on. We'll go get some coffee and everything, but we're going to play uh, John Mulvaney. This is um, his bit called "Stranger Danger Street Smart."
0: So we'll, we'll be playing us, this. When we come okay. back,
1: we'll, we'll, right, we'll keep, keep our mics so we can on, so just so you know. Um, yeah, I'll keep our okay. mics on. If you want to go get coffee, just know that your mic's on and everything like that. So right. we'll, we'll stay right. live. And when we come back, we have a uh, Susie Q that wants to get on. We didn't get her on the air yesterday, so we'll get her on later. And you guys have about okay. 20 minutes to call after this is over at 347-989-0126. Here is John Mulvaney with Stranger Danger Street Smart. Small. Once a year. Oops, I... Small. Once a year. Stranger Danger. Yeah! (coughs) The hottest
3: ticket in town. The Bruno Mars of assembly. You are gathered together at the school and you are told never to talk to an adult that you don't know. And you are told this. by an adult that you don't know. (laughs) We had the same stranger danger speaker every year when I was a kid. His name was Detective J.J. Bittenbinder. Go ahead and laugh, his name is ridiculous. That was his name, it was J.J. Bittenbinder. He was from the Chicago Police Department, he was a child homicide expert, and, oh, jeez. (laughs) I'm very sorry, Radio City. Did that make you uncomfortable? Well, guess what? <laughs> You're an adult, and he's not even here. Surprising, so seven years old, and you didn't five <laughs> feet away I'm from a him. Right he's right still right. got blood on his shoes. And he's looking at you in the eye to tell you for the first time in your very young life that some adults find you incredibly attractive. They just have to kill you over it! Okay, say la vie, go be kids, go have fun! Bittenbinder came every year. By the way, Detective J.J. Bittenbinder wore three-piece suits. He also wore a pocket watch. Two years in a row, he wore a cowboy hat. He also had a huge handlebar mustache. None of that matters, but it's important to me that you know that. He did not look like his job description. He looked like he should be the conductor on a locomotive powered by confetti. But instead, he made his living in murder. He was the weirdest goddamn person I ever saw in my entire life. He was a man most nice. acquainted with misery. He could look at a child and guess the price of their coffin. <laughs> no. That line never gets a so laugh, but once you write it, it stays in the act forever. <laughs> so Bittenbinder came every year with a program to teach us about the violent world waiting for us outside the school gym. And that program was called Street Smart. Time for Street Smarts with Detective J.J. Bittenbinder. Shut up, you're all going to die! Street Smarts! That was wow. the general tone. He would give us tips to deal with crime. I will share some of the tips with you this evening. Okay, tip number one, street smart. Let's say a guy pulls a knife on you to mug you. Could you remember the scourge of muggings when you were in second and third grade? You know how a mugger thinks, man, I need cash for drugs right now. Hey, maybe that eight-year-old with the goddamn Aladdin wallet that only has blank photo laminate pages in it will be able to help. (laughs) Let's say a guy pulls a knife on you to mug you. What do you do? You go fumbling for your wallet well in that split second that's when he's gonna stab you so here's what you do you can't get yourselves a money clip okay you can get these at any haberdashery you put a 50 bill in the money clip then when a guy flashes a blade you go you want my money go get it then you run the other direction and our teachers were like write that down like buy a money Actually, yeah.
2: does work. That's if you're an older car, because in the newer cars they have all they have a release. <laughs> right. If you ever get trapped in the trunk.
3: guy off using weird, psych-out backroom Chicago violence. Like, here's what he wanted to see on the news. Like, we're here with seven-year-old John Mulaney, who fended off a kidnapper earlier today. How did you do it, John? Well, thank you for asking. I used the bitten binder method. When I saw the perp approaching, I chewed up a tab of Alka-Seltzer I carry with me at all times. This created a foaming at the mouth appearance that made it look like I had rabies now I've thrown him off his rhythm. Then I reach into his jacket pocket where I planted a gram of coke and I went, Whoa, what the fuck is this? And he's <laughs> mine. And i never seen that before. I go, Ooh, oh, it's in your jacket. And you're doing two to ten and your kids are going into social services. Now he's crying. Then I grab a telephone book and I beat him on the torso go with it. Because if any Chicago cop will tell you, a phone book doesn't leave bruises. Well, that was seven-year-old John Mulaney currently being sued for police brutality.
1: <laughs>
3: Bittenbinder, Bittenbinder told me things that haunt me to this day. He came one year for, for assembly. He goes, okay, when you get kidnapped, not this Okay? Your odds of coming back alive from the primary location, about 60%. But if you are taken to a secondary location, your odds of coming back alive are slim to none. I am 35 years old, and I am still terrified of secondary locations. <laughs> if I'm at a place, I never want to go to another place and someone will be like, hey, you coming to the hotel bar after? We're all going to get drinks and keep the party going. I'm like, no, 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 sister.
1: So there you go kids for this Halloween. Listen to, yeah, stranger danger. Timer. <laughs> stranger danger. I love John Bowen. He's one of my favorite comedians, I got to say. Very very He's very good. funny. So be safe He's for trick or treat. Let's go ahead and get since we're <laughs> speaking of inspiring And when you by get kidnapped and stuff when you get kidnapped, <laughs> when you get kidnapped,
2: do not let them take you to a secondary location.
1: <laughs> secondary <That> is... <laughs> locations are bad. Oh, bad. All right, well, let's work. go ahead and bring on our favorite Miss Susie Q and oh, see what words man. of wisdom she has Susie for the Q. weekend. Susie, we're going to bring
0: you on the line. Susie, are you there? Oh, you know I am. How are you All doing, my cat? Like? Happy that... Friday. Happy Friday to you guys. I wanted to tell you that I was listening yesterday, and I swear it was the fastest show I ever heard in my life. I couldn't believe it was over. I, it just, you guys are just, you're flying. You're just flying by.
2: What was that? I, I'm sorry. I missed that. For some reason, I cut out. Right. Right. Okay, ben, what, that, what did you
0: just uh, I listened, I listened right. to yeah, the I show you yesterday. You listened yesterday. Right. And it just flew by. I couldn't believe it was over. Yeah, I no, mean, the shows have been
2: faster. going
0: faster. Uh, it's unreal. It's just, you guys are, I don't know what's happening, but it's, it's accelerating. You you guys are well, at the speed is. of light it's now. Well, it is
1: going <laughs> very fast. And we only have 15 minutes left today, Susie. So what's the, give us yeah. our, our See, so you I'm, believe so It's almost
2: over, the day. over right now. Okay, no. so what's what I got for reasons? you
0: is when we were little, we were never allowed to say the word can't. And they, and whenever we, you even approached it, my grandmother would say, "Can't, never could do nothing." Only she called it "kink." Kink, never could do nothing. <laughs> so you don't say "can't." Yeah, because you, can't, you stop never yourself. Because,
2: yeah, <laughs> because you stop yourself the second that you add the word "can't" um, yes, to a sentence yes. when applying it to action.
0: Yeah, uh, we weren't yeah, you, to say you, it. you,
2: you stop yourself.
0: And if we even yes. – I can't uh, – can't, never could do nothing. Don't don't handle it. Yeah, you, you end up
2: doing – yeah, you end up doing nothing when, you know, you should be actually yep. doing something.
0: So. Yeah. She'd also say, up, the inside, down, the other, and you got the long and short of it.
3: <laughs> clichés.
0: So, are we going to end
2: the show with clichés? I hate clichés. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. is them. the – Short word for beyond. So if you went up the inside and down the other, you got the long and short of it.
2: Uh, A cliche that I keep hearing, (laughs) that I keep hearing, that I keep hearing on the news, I keep hearing people say it in scripts, is the term broad daylight. I would like to know what other type of daylight there is. I don't know of any Mm. other
0: type of daylight besides daylight.
2: What does broad daylight mean?
0: Well, there's skinny, narrow. Oh, Daylight. Daylight?
3: Okay. Is there skinny narrative?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as
3: known
0: Skinny, as
2: okay. Daylight, okay. And broad daylight. Love you guys. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Love all you right, guys. All right, you have
1: a great weekend. <clears throat> we appreciate you listening in all week and giving us your words of wisdom each day. We'll talk to you next week, okay? okay?
0: Oh, I dear. hope so. Call me, call me, let me know. Let me in.
1: We'll be here. Let me all in. Righty,
0: <laughs> oh, Susie okay. Thanks for calling,
1: Suze She's so sweet Love her All right, what else we got going on? Yeah, are cool. all sorts of fluff stuff today Any serious stuff? Well, we got that new review uh, Not new review But I guess last night we found out That the Justice Department review Of the Russian probe Has now turned yeah. into a criminal investigation Investigation Which is interesting yeah. So it's going to be a probe. Now it's an investigation, a criminal investigation. I'm not freaked out over it. I have no problem. I don't think we have anything to hide. Um, I don't think we're going to be like the administration and refuse to testify in anything. Um, We found out that the Russians were hacking our elections. I think it was pretty straightforward. And we thought our, our elected president might be part of it. So we had to investigate. Um, that makes sense to me. So, we'll see what they have to say over it. I'm not. Uh, well, y- y-
2: you guys all, you, you guys do understand, right? That um, Russia now controls Syria. You guys get that, right? Since we pulled out, Russia now controls Syria. You you may not care. But you should. Um, I, I, people cared even before I was born about the Russian influence of our country and of democracy. So you absolutely should care. That's what the Cold War was about. And that's, I, was, I, I wasn't even born yet, and that wasn't still. That was, that was something that they did. They didn't buy anything from Russia for huge tariffs on that. And the only thing I think they did buy was vodka. And shouldn't even have bought that if it's, a, if it's a Cold War. You're supposed to not be dealing with them at all. And, and, and we've always had a problem, always, with every single election that we've ever had in the United States, with another country influencing said election. And in this case, it is, it, it is a country that it has been a problem for the United States and for democracy for quite some time. So, and right. long before, you know, even you and I were born, long, you know, long before, you know, my, my parents were born, even, there was a problem. So, I, you know, yeah. I just, we have to be very aware that they are cheating and we have to be very aware that they are hacking and we have to be very aware that they do want to destroy democracy and they would like it to be completely socialist, which turns into dictator. So we see Venezuela; they tried to do socialism, and no, it turned into a dictatorship, quick, real quick. So right. you don't want to slide into that. But in the same token, you do need to take care of your people. We, the government, is responsible. It's in the, constitu- the constitution for the welfare of its people. So you know, somewhere in there, there has to be that. And currently, uh, you know, we, we're dealing with people that already did um, uh, 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 go after us, we the people, and our voting the way we vote in the last election in 2016. And they're going to do it again. They are going to attack us again that way. They can't attack us with missiles and guns and anything in military. They can't attack us on that. But they can attack us wireless. They can attack us via the Internet. And that's the way they did it last time, and that's the way they're doing it again. I've already gotten Like, – I'm I'm sorry. What were you going to say?
1: I was just going to say, and if we have to pay attention that even uh, if we let them get away with it, if we don't do anything to combat it, all it does is invite every other country to do it. What about China? What about all these other countries that have – some pretty smart cyber capabilities that will get an Omniac say, oh, look, the Russians interfere with their elections and there were no consequences whatsoever. Maybe we should try it. Maybe there's someone. I think that's why
2: I think that's why 45 doesn't want to release his tax returns. Okay, Um, a whole bunch of presidents before him have release their tax returns but I think it's the reason why and it's because in there you'll see that there's like massive bank fraud like he lied about what taxes he actually paid to those banks to get different uh, to get different loans and and then you'll also see like he didn't lie to the IRS necessarily like he gave them a real tax return but then you'll also see that those banks are all have like Moscow as their address, and you'll see and we'll all be able to see that. That's why he doesn't want to disclose any of that. I think he's been right. working with the Russians forever, forever, like his whole life i don't, i don't oh. see I don't see around that I, I mean I, you know place. look at look at his wives, <laughs> look at the people he chose to hang around with. And he never says a bad word about Putin. Putin. Dude, if I were president, I would be just going off on these dictators and going off on these – I would just be going off on them. I'd be like, dude, you're disgusting. Your behavior towards your people is disgusting. What's your deal? I wouldn't be like buddy-buddy with them. wouldn't be shaking hands with them. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, it's, it's- – it's really It's really sad that we are not sticking up for our country, um, yeah, and I think you're right, I think it's all business related. I don't I never thought he was a Russian asset. I thought he was a businessman with lots of ties to Russia that just uh, was trying to protect his own butt. He wanted to save his own money, and like you said, right. not have things come out on his taxes and where he's buried money and what he spent things. Um, it's just. It, we it, were it, dealing it's with. Just, right. Exactly. What
2: we already know about Deutsche Bank. <clears throat> Excuse me. We already know about Deutsche Bank and his dealings with them. So you know what? It, they're right next door. <laughs> it's not that hard to you know right. to go from that bank to the next, especially when you're looking for. Oh, I need uh, fifty million dollars to build this building. And and then I need another fifty million dollars over here to build this other building, and all of this has to be guaranteed. Uh, you know that's really big freaking money because you got to have actually 150 million to guarantee that 50 million. So you, you know it's really really big amounts of money that we're talking about. It's not. small. And then when you're building a whole bunch of buildings all over the United States, which he supposedly is and did uh then you 've got all of those expenses, so it can get up to what we 're at a billion dollars you know for you know fifteen buildings or ten buildings so it, it can get up quick that you 're owing all these people this money, and i I wouldn't doubt it that if he releases those tax returns that it 's going to show it 's Russian banks and it's right. bank fraud because he 's probably given them <laughs> tax returns that are fake. He's probably in order to get the loans, you know, he's got to give tax returns that look great. You can just have anybody fill that out.
1: And look at the people well, that are Michael working Cohen with him currently. Michael Cohen already testified to that. Michael Cohen, the, his yeah. uh, ex attorney that is in prison now, um, said that he inflates the value of his properties for different loans and everything. And that is yep. a crime if they ever decide to prosecute on him, even though supposedly he can't be prosecuted while in office. But yeah. Oh, no, dude. That's why he
2: wants to stay in office. That's why he wants to stay like permanently in office, because, dude, the second he gets out, he's indicted. It's open season.
3: (laughs) Well, one of the big
1: news of this afternoon is a federal judge, uh, Beryl Howell, the chief federal judge in Washington, um, ruled that the Democrats impeachment inquiry can have all of the um, grand jury documents, um, redacted documents from the Mueller probe because it's now, and what's even better is uh, what she said in her ruling is that, no, they don't have to have a formalized impeachment inquiry vote. They just by saying that they're having an impeachment inquiry. So she is making the is department of justice comply and give them all of the grand jury testimony. So the Democrats have that today. So they kind of got a double win out of it. They got a federal judge to acknowledge that they don't need to have a full vote to have an inquiry, and they're going to get information from the Mueller report that was in the grand jury testimony, which I don't think they need. I think they have plenty of stuff from Ukraine. It might have be more
2: more confusing
1: than what they have now that... Mueller stuff was confusing. This stuff right now is very easy. If you get, if you give me something, I'll give you something. That's easy to understand. Correct. The Mueller stuff yep. was really hard for some people to understand. I think. So, uh, but yeah. Well, it is big, an
2: FBI. It stuff. was an FBI investigation. It's it's not supposed to be an easy thing for anyone to understand. It's it's right. extremely complicated. You know, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, because the FBI is doing their job. So, right. Exactly.
1: You know. Exactly. So yeah. So that was I think it's today. really
2: I think it's interesting though that Nancy Pelosi kind of kind of put the brakes on the on the impeachment inquiry and then went into um, checking more into Syria and checking more into Russian influence on, on our elections because I I think she gets it as well and we've discussed this that impeachment just means that you're a lousy president. Nobody, you know, right. you didn't do anything that you that you said you were going to do, and you didn't take care of us. You didn't you didn't represent we the people.
1: Well, so that's not true. That impeachment removal
2: from office. Not really is
1: though. Impeachment means you're you're brought up on charges of high crimes and misdemeanors. So that's, that's what impeachment is a high crime or misdemeanor. So it's not that you didn't do anything. Uh, it's that you did well, something, and, it, but it you're right. It
2: doesn't influence whether or not he leaves office. He can still stay right. in office. Clinton was impeached and he stayed in office, so he stayed in office until the end. And it was because it happened in the end of his second term, right? So you know he was it was already it was only a, month, a couple months away when they were when they impeached him, and so he just started out and then left office. So he was no, still no, there, no. and oh, same no, thing no. will happen oh, here.
1: Oh, oh, oh. No, 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 that no.
2: didn't happen. Do I no, have
1: it wrong. That, yeah, you have it wrong. Um, Clinton. We talked about at the beginning of this thing. Um, that, that the reason it could backfire on the Democrats. What happened with Clinton is he was impeached by the House, but the Senate didn't remove him from office, and he won re-election. He got even more popular because they did an impeachment against him, and he won a second right. term in office. So he has actually okay. impeached before he was reelected again. Um, before he was reelected, so, correct. I did have it wrong. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean, but he, he wasn't removed that during that, that impeachment, that, right? And that's and that same thing would probably happen this time. It just depends right. on the Senate. Like I said, the the rules of an impeachment is the House. Is basically the lawyers um, They're the, or the investigators, right? They investigate the crime They write up what the crime is all about Then it goes to the Senate And the Senate actually does a trial And the Senate are the jurors And the Senate has to decide Whether you're going to be removed from office or not So they can remove from office They decided not to for Clinton Because it was a Democrat-controlled Senate This is a Republican-controlled Senate, so they don't think that uh, Trump will be removed from office either. But he could be. Right. If 20 – it's a higher thing. You need to have two-thirds of the Senate. It's not a simple majority for impeachment. So you have to have 60 senators vote for impeachment or 63, something like that.
2: Dude, uh, you know a lot about politics, and thank you for correcting me, and thank you for giving uh that information out uh, correctly to everybody. Why are you not running for something, Senator, Congress? Why are you not running? I
1: may do that eventually. You know a lot
2: about
0: politics. I am
1: a political junkie. I I know a lot about politics. I've been a political junkie for probably 15, 20 years, and I do know a lot about it. So I, I may sometime down the line in my retirement years look into running for office but yeah it's it's um retirement it's, it's a crazy do it now process. dude. it's a crazy process, but yeah I may. It, it is thank
2: but you it, it you know it sounds it sounds sounds to me like you know enough about it that you could actually step in and make a difference when a difference is needed, and you know you you what well, you are one of we the people, so it is
1: in the back of my mind, so thank you for saying that nice. But believe it or not, dude, it's 7 o'clock straight up. We have gone through it. I can't believe we go so quick. I know. I know. All right, guys, we are going to see you next week. Thanks for tuning in all this week. We'll be back here Monday through Friday next week, 3 o'clock Pacific Time, 6 o'clock Eastern Time. We appreciate you spending an hour of your time with us. You can always listen to us on your favorite podcast distributor. If you didn't hear the old episode, go to Spotify or Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe while you're there. And if you have time, give us a five-star rating so more people will learn about the show. We'd really appreciate it. Craig Hurley, thanks so much for standing on my soapbox with me all week. It was a pleasure, as always, my friend. Have a great weekend.
2: No, thank you, sir. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. And I appreciate this. I I
1: appreciate appreciate the forum. Thank you, sir. We'll be back next Monday. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.
3: Peace.